Hello everyone and welcome back to the Actual Swinsey Podcast. This is episode 184. Today I'm joined by my good friend Rick Dierman, who is the founder of the languagelearners.org forum, which you can find at forum.language-learners.org. And uh, there's a lot of discussions going on there, so if you're interested in taking part in the forum, you know, go and check it out. In the episode, we talk a lot about how you can use a forum to increase your language learning success and um, stay as part of the community even when there aren't any conferences going on. So yeah, I hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, do check out Optilingo as well, which is this week's sponsor. And uh, we really appreciate their support. If you want an app that's focused on speaking the language and not just memorizing vocabulary and grammar, go to optilingo.com and uh, a special announcement for this episode is that I've we've made this available as a video on YouTube. So this is something new that I'm getting into. And right now the quality is very uh, questionable, I would say. But, you know, in order for you to get good at video editing and making video podcasts, you have to be bad at it, right? So uh, right now it's not the greatest, but at least it's there for people who want to see the people who are speaking. Uh, but otherwise there will be no... Uh, change to the audio podcast it will still come out with the same feeds and everything so so don't worry nothing is is changing in that regard we're just adding an extra layer for people who are more video minded so um, i hope you enjoy this episode with rick we talk a lot about the forum like i said how to use that as a as a learning tool as a motivational tool but we also talk about the language conferences and rick's experiences learning languages so check it out and i'll see you in the next one welcome to the podcast it's right. great to have you here um can you give the listener just a little brief introduction of who you are where you're from and what your experience has been with language learning so far so i um work in it i work with computers i used to be in the air force uh i'm american but i lived in i live in the uk now because my wife's english and uh I never really had any interest whatsoever in languages um, until very late in life. My wife and I went to Italy uh, for our anniversary and I couldn't speak the language and it was very frustrating. I did, I did practice a little bit before I went, so I knew how to say, you know, please and thank you and things like that. And, uh, and I practiced, you know, how to ask questions, but the snag is of course that you, people respond and, and then you're you're messed up because it's like what, <laughs> like you don't understand what they said. So I remember asking this guy where our hotel was, you know, and I knew Adobe, uh, and I showed him the card with the name of the hotel because there's no way I was going to pronounce it. And uh, he's like, and he's just yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. and I'm like, oh, but and I worked it out because he was like, straight there, go right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. Um, but I I I went to Pompeii. Uh, and it got the bus okay. And then we got tried to get on the train. And uh, I said to this fellow, Pompeii, and he understood, happy days, everybody's great. Uh, and then he said something in Italian, la, 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 lira. I'm like, okay. Uh, so I handed him a note and he went, he was a very angry man, by the way. I must say he was a very angry man. And he was like, la, 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 lira. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. So I gave another and he was, la, 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 la. and I'm like, okay, whatever, dude. So I fanned out the money, 
I'm like, just take whatever you need. What is the problem here? You know? And he's like, so he reached out, he snatched one of these bills out of my hand. Right. He slams down his little cabinet cassette thing where the money is unlocks his little booth, walks out, locks it, walks all the way across to his comrade, gets change and comes back. And I'm thinking, Oh, I was giving him too much money. Oh, I get it, you know. <laughs> and that's when I decided, yeah, I really should try and learn the language before I rock up again. <laughs> right. So, so, that's what so yeah, well, I tried, I started out learning Italian, and I and I was very bad at it, and I and I couldn't progress because you know I was doing all this sort of I was listening to the Pemsler tapes and the audio teach yourself and all that, and it wasn't working. Uh, and then I moved uh, to my house where I live now, and my neighbor is Italian. Uh, one oh, of my right neighbors on. is Italian, and I and I met her, and I'm like, oh, I've been trying to learn Italian, blah blah, blah and I don't know anything. And so she spent about six or eight months with me, and like an hour every couple of days, and taught me how to speak and read in Italian. Um, and then I got a job with a French company, and um, I wanted to know what they were talking about or saying about me um and she also speaks french because she spent like 10 years in belgium uh and so she taught me french as well so um i learned better with personal instruction you know and talking to people i'm not really good with the i just can't force myself to sit down and read a book for three hours i mean there are people that do a load of desk study and stuff but that's not me you know i can't do it um and i much prefer talking so yeah, I, 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 I'm very dysfunctional, so I can I can have conversation exchanges with the, like French people when I'm talking, and we're all talking and yakking, very happy for like an hour, and then they they text me something, and I try and text it back, and I can't spell, and I get it all wrong, and you know, because I don't practice any of that. So I'm not an example for any of your listeners by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far, but uh, you've clearly uh, embraced the UK's uh, self-deprecating uh, <laughs> humor, oh. at least. <laughs> but um, no, I, I, what, one thing I want to mention to people here in the beginning is that um, we really like the, the community of the language. You can call it the polygon community or, language yeah. community the, the people basically who attend the conferences who engage on the forums who mm. are active on facebook you know um and i found and i i have told the story before but back in 2014 when i went to my first uh, gathering uh, which was in berlin at the time i just met so many great positive uh, growth-minded people you know these were mm. people who were all learning languages. A lot of them were starting their own businesses in creative uh, areas or in in apps or you know with that growing market. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, this is a. It seems like language learning attracts, in general, a very nice uh, person. You know, so yeah, I just yeah. decided to to jump in there. But but what is your experience with the community? I know we met. I, I think it was one of the Bratislava ones, maybe a couple of years ago, but. Take us back a little bit further because I know you're involved with uh, some of the forums and and maybe even yeah. So I I, I started out um, online trying to after after I started learning Italian I started to find people online 
And I found a site called howtolearnanylanguage.com, which pretty much everybody knows if you're in the polyglot community, because like right. Richard Simcott was there and pretty much everybody, you know, um, it's Moses essentially a forum, right? and, so yeah, yeah. So it was a forum and everybody was there. And then, but there was some problems with it. Um, where it kept falling over basically and the guy who originally ran it it's still running today you can go there it's just a bit of a ghost town um oh, okay there um but when things would fall over it didn't work he was never around it taken like a week to fix it and mm. being an it bod i said well look i'll set up a thing on my web server and the next time it goes down we can just use that temporarily until he brings it back up but the problem was i used this like new open source forum software and everybody went well i like the new temporary <laughs> one better <laughs> um right. and basically the new temporary one has been going about almost 10 years now i think uh so i'm running that as the forum administrator uh pretty much everybody migrated over and it's just been running in leaps and bounds so just a, a plug it's 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 free. We don't charge people. It's not free. It cost me a fortune, but um, <laughs> but we don't charge people. We don't have advertisements. We don't do it. It is literally a community of people, and we have masses of resources and lists of you know things you can get from from language. So it is a community. There's lots of people there. I think seven or eight thousand users. Yeah. Um, so it's massive, and many of those people that I met on the forum, I met in person at Berlin or Bratislava in the, in the polyglot gatherings. So it was, it was nice that the polyglot gathering in Berlin started to get people from the online world to meet in person. And more recently, it's just been a bunch of on yeah, <laughs> yeah. online stuff. So it sort of came full circle. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, and this is uh, language-learners.org. Uh, forum.language-learners.org. Yeah, that's the forum bit, but we do have a static website where we list, um, we have like guest blog posts and things like that. But the most popular thing is the forum because that's where you can ask questions and get answers and find resources. Yeah, I was uh, I was checking it out recently. I'm not too much of a forum person myself because I always I always get involved and then I forget about it for a while. And then I, I, I come back and I'm like, oh, I missed so much. I, I can't keep up. <laughs> and I tried to do my own like log and, uh, you know, basically a, a diary oh, on, on the forum, which is it can serve as a great accountability measure. Yeah. But, but uh, for me, it's not uh, too good. But I, I see tons of other people are doing that. So and yours as well, of course, one of the most popular ones in there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, I've I've been doing it a long time, and I try and post every week about what I'm doing and, and how I'm doing it. Uh, you know, it's very inspiring when you read about other people as well, because there's many people that they're having a very difficult life or time. We've got you know people that are in the middle of a sort of a civil war in their country or whatever, and they're still learning different languages and. They're, and 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 you get these people and you're reading their logs and you're thinking, wow, that's really inspiring. And I'm just a lazy git. I really should, you know, <laughs> right. more. Um, but there are people who know like 20, 30 languages, and there are people that are learning their very first one. And it's really great to be able to help people who are just sort of starting out and give them resources. And it's really inspiring to read you know, other people who are 
you know, on their sixth language and, you know, yeah. just rock hard. <laughs> and, yeah, and you see so many different applications. It's not just for diaries or, or logs. It's also for you have any questions or is there some parts of the language that just doesn't make sense for you, then maybe somebody can jump in quickly and give you. Yeah, we get that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Lots of, you know, help with grammar. And so we have practical questions. And then we get the sort of esoteric questions like, well, if an alien landed, would they be able to speak our language? And then those threads will go on for days and days and days, you know, and really strange arguments about things like that, you know, and so it's a fascinating place, very the diverse best language people. to learn. Well, yeah, you get that all the time. In fact, I was going to do an FAQ like um, book because there's so many questions. You always get the same questions, but everybody has a different take on, yeah. you know, how how to do it, you know, and what yeah. method to use. Exactly. And uh, yeah. meeting in person, I think, also helps with that motivation and, and getting answers and, and seeing that seeing the screen names in, in real life, you know, and yeah. seeing that it's not all completely made up. Yeah. I, I mean, when I went to um, Bratislava, I mean, I met a load of people in Berlin, but the first time I went to Bratislava, there was just so many people who walked up to me and was like, oh, Rick, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, who are, who are you? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm laser blade or whatever, you know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because nobody uses like no, very no. few people other than me use their actual name, you know? Uh, yeah, so they have some sort of, and... yeah, they have avatars and aliases and stuff. And, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, I'm laser man. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's really cool. And uh, I, you know, obviously we haven't been to events in a while, but, uh, you know, I can't wait to, to go back and, hang out with people again, uh, see old friends, you know, it becomes almost like a reunion every year because what yeah, you did there yeah, once. It's sort of like a family <laughs> reunion as well, you know, yeah. it's with the people that annoy you. Oh, yeah, there are the yeah. drunk uncles as well. Yeah, yeah. You got all uh, of that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's also the case. But no, I, it's funny because I, in the beginning, I, I had these language learning ambitions. I was like, I was going to be the next Richard Simcard, you know, yeah. I, I felt like, I could conquer the world. And then I realized, you know, I, the languages are sort of secondary for me. Like yeah. I really like languages. I'm going to learn languages forever for sure. Mm -hmm. But for me, it was more about the community. It was more about talking to like-minded people. It was like a, almost like a shared interest. But if we had been there talking about, I don't know, remote control cars or something mm -hmm. else, it could have been a similar experience. So, so the languages are, for me anyway, a little bit secondary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're just engaging with the people. I mean, yeah. for me, language learning, I mean, that's the whole point. It's it's probably the reason I can't spell, well, I can misspell words in five different languages. <laughs> so, you know, that's pretty impressive. You but, put down your badge there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess we <laughs> should the quickly thing mention... Is, oh, yeah, I ahead. like to speak to people. So, yeah. so conversation exchanges and and going to places and talking to people, that's what I like, which is which is why I don't spell, I can't write it, you know, I'm very poor at grammar and all that, but I can talk to people. Yeah, I mean, that's me too. It's, it, you know, when you want to learn a language, you really need to sit down and, and, and form some goals about it. And yeah. for most people, speaking is is 99% of it, you know. Yeah. And, and the other things either can come later Mm. or you just don't focus on them you know yeah yeah like if you don't need to write novels or work in the language then 
you know, it's hard to learn how to write, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, so we have people on the forum and all they want to do is read. They're not interested yeah. in speaking. They just want to read Russian or for example, and that's all no, they history do. Or... Yeah. And they have no interest whatsoever in speaking it or writing it or doing anything other than reading. And then you have people like me who really are only interested in speaking. Yeah. You know, uh, it's, it's just great. A, a good mix and it's nice to, to meet people with a different perspective. Yeah, and you get the occasional interesting presentation as well that either a really distinguished speaker or some topic you didn't think about or some new inspirational ideas uh, also at these uh, events. So so if anyone's listening out there, don't be put off by the polygon tag in the many of the events. Um, just come anyway, you know. Yeah, I mean, that, that polyglot tag is a bit off-putting because to be honest, you, you need to speak one language at least. Yeah. <laughs> right. But that's it. And I don't mean one additional language. No, I no, mean no. One. One. Like yeah. The one your mother taught you. Yeah. <laughs> like if you have some ambition of adding to that one, that yeah. adds to the excitement, but you really not necessarily you need it. that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the good thing about going to a polyglot conference is you're probably going to meet somebody who speaks that one language you do. Absolutely. Absolutely. They are going to be really keen to speak to you. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the really funny part when there's somebody who's like, has the most obscure first language ever in the the region you are in. And then some, (laughs) I don't know, some American teenagers like, yeah, I want to learn that. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah. You, you, you rock up and you know, I don't know, Uzbekistani or something (laughs) like you get a crowd around you, you know, because like, Oh my God, a native speaker. Yeah, I saw Greenlandic uh, got quite a bit of uh, uh, applause there. And uh, I think also sign language, funnily enough. Sign languages, yeah. I guess ironically not speaking, but, uh, you know, I guess semantically. It's communication. Yeah, yeah, it's good. (laughs) But uh, people really love that because it's a bit unusual at Mm. a conference like that. And and, um, so if you you do know a sign language, then you're likely to, like Rick says, attract a crowd and... Yeah, and get some. Um, well, you're a native fun. speaker, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. But that's uh, what everybody know, wants. Everyone wants, <laughs> and and maybe uh, nice cultural experiences. Yeah, going, yeah, going out yeah. for meals, and uh, they have the some of them have that cultural evening, and it's all good fun yeah, games. Yeah, those. Are, I mean, those bits of the conference are really good and sort of overlooked. Um, you know. One of my favorites, I'm a bit of a foodie, is that at the gathering, they used to do um, foods from your country, food and drink from your country. So they set up a little table and and people bring in, you know, things from Denmark or Russia or typical, you know, wherever. Yeah, yeah, typical sort of biscuits or cookies or snacks or whatever. I mean, Dave and I said we were just going to go to McDonald's. just put a burger down there you go yeah typical yeah. american meal here you go burger and chips and yeah Diet that, Coke. that's true <laughs> you know you want to you want to make the language like um, practical and functional like why why are we learning the language and there's a whole culture behind it too it's yeah, not just yeah. te- it's not just words on a page or you know yeah some audio thing that you listen to in your car it's there are people to right. talk to and things to do and stuff to see and and that's the interesting bit. Um, yeah, and I think that does get overlooked a bit. You know, if you, 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 the sort of talking heads that you can get on YouTube and things, 
Like, what's the point of learning the language? Well, you want to communicate with people. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's for, that's it for me too. But like you said, there are a lot of people who have different goals, like they want to read or they want to, you know, have a very different set of, of learning. Like for Chinese, you can learn the characters, right? Uh, yeah. And you don't learn how to speak maybe and you just go for that. Well, interestingly enough, when I was doing Mandarin, uh, somebody told me because I was really struggling memorizing all the characters and all that sort of stuff. And they just said, well, John, why don't you just be illiterate? Yeah right just, just learn to speak chinese and just be illiterate so you can't read or write but you can talk to people feel, and you yeah. can do stuff and yeah exactly and i thought what a good idea yeah. <laughs> i'll just be illiterate um, yeah that's good because people for hundreds of thousands of years have been illiterate and functioned very nicely thank you very much so i thought yeah brilliant idea i'm gonna have a go at that yeah i might try that in english as well <laughs> yeah i i don't know if i would recommend that one uh, english is kind of important to uh yeah, yeah. my life at least but um in terms of, of of methodology and like how to go about it so you were saying that you you wasn't sure you could contribute a lot to the average listener but i think a lot of the people in the community are quite young yeah and they might have different i don't know if it's methods or techniques that that are better or easier or more effective at that age well i i think basically what tends to happen especially what i've seen on the forum is it's a personality thing some things will work well for one person and they'll be horrendously difficult for someone else i can't uh so there's a guy peter who lives in in australia and he studies at his desk consistently every day day in day out he studies grammar and and all this sort of stuff and that would just drive me crazy mm. um but i speak to people and he doesn't really ever speak to people but he he does pronunciation practice and his speeches i'm speaking he's really good um but if you're young and you're just starting out then i would say try all the different methods so try the read uh, listening and reading try the book study try the pimsler audio only stuff try yeah all of these different things because something's going to click with you and you'll do it because if you're not enjoying it, you ain't going to do it. So you got to find something that's pleasurable in this activity um, for yourself while you're doing it. Cause otherwise it's a long, hard slog <laughs> to, if you, if you don't enjoy it, then you might as well just not even bother starting. So yeah. just try and find something that's enjoyable. And you will, if you do different stuff, you'll, you, you know, watch movies. It might be your thing is watching movies and off you go. So try try them all. That's all I can say. And yeah, I'm always surprised by how many people talk about reading. Yeah. And, you know, if you ask someone, well, what do you like to do in your native language? and they don't say reading then well how are you expecting to enjoy it when you don't understand anything <laughs> yeah you know if you don't exactly. enjoy it when you understand everything you're probably not going to enjoy it that much if you don't understand a single thing <laughs> um so that's the one that almost got that got me too because why do we all think that well in school the only way we learn was from textbooks you know the yeah. teachers are basically just reciting the textbooks more or less unless you yeah. happen to have a good teacher who could bring some life into it but yeah you know and and so when you go as an independent language learner outside the school 
it's very natural to just go into uh, your local bookstore, Barnes and Noble or whatever, and mm. pick up, you know, the whatever self-study course book is available. And yeah. you just do a few pages and then you give it up and you think, oh, I'm a terrible language learner, but this is really just because of the materials. We have a really good post on the forum, which is a, a really long-term member uh, and his nickname's Iguanodon. Uh, Guanamon actually because he lives in like Jamaica but anyway he uh, he wrote this thing about the multi-track approach and we we always tend to recommend people read that because he wrote a nice long post about how to do it and he's just saying multi-track so buy yourself that Asimil textbook but don't make that the only thing you do get yourself an Anki flash deck card get yourself uh, uh, some songs to listen to yeah Get yourself a couple movies to watch and just, you know, move your way around. And when you get bored with the textbook, move on to the flashcards. When you're bored of that, go back and flip around. Spend 10 or 20 minutes doing each. But, you know, it, you, you don't burn out doing a single method. So, yeah, that, yeah. Is, that is one of the approaches we almost always recommend. Try and do multiple things rather than trying to just get a textbook because... You're probably not gonna. Don't get me wrong. Textbooks are great. Like publishers spend a lot of money making sure that these things will bring you up to a certain level, but it's the boredom factor that that gets most people. Yeah, the most effective method is the one that gets done right. So yeah, <laughs> if you can watch, uh, I don't know, hundred hours of movies a week in your target language, you'll probably do very well. Well, but... <laughs> we have a we have a thing called the super challenge, which. Uh, one of the ladies who did a few presentations at, at a couple of the gatherings started, and that's to read a hundred books in your target language and watch a hundred films. Wow. And that's an eight that we, we do that challenge. It's uh, 18 months long. And the, the one, the most recent one ends in December and the next one will start in May. So you can feel free to sign up for that. But if right. you can finish a hundred novels in whatever French that and watch a hundred French films, then you know you've watched nine hundred minutes of. You're um, probably a genius. Yeah, that well, you don't have to be a genius, but you will definitely have encountered a lot of words. <laughs> yeah, no, you'll be great at, at that uh, at that time. But yeah. it, how how do you find yourself? Um, do, you, do you in terms of the keeping motivated and keeping working on your language targets? Does that help you a lot? The challenges, or do you have other ways to kind of? improve that well it's very bad i i so i do a podcast as well called the autodidactic podcast which is all about self-learners and autodidactics and my most recent one was about demotivation <laughs> um because i've, I've been in, in I, this is series three and and i've been working on a project which i call my de-stupidification project right. um, to try and make myself a bit smarter and remember because like when i went to school there were nine planets and they seem to have lost a couple or <laughs> i don't know misplaced them or something Changed a bit yeah yeah so I, I needed to relearn all this sort of stuff and so i set myself some targets over the over the season to learn it and but what happened was life interfered i got a new job i had to commute and all sorts of crazy stuff happened and i got a bit demotivated about how am I going to do all of this? And mm. so I did most recently a podcast on demotivation and what the main demotivators are and what you're going to do about it. But the vast majority for me is to just 
step back a bit and say, okay, why were you doing this in the first place? And is that still valid reason? Because if it is, well, then I'll just carry back on. But if that reason isn't valid anymore, like, okay, I was, I'm, I'm learning this because I was going to go to Poland for six months. Well, I'm not doing that anymore. So, you know, my right. motivation is, is gone. So, you know, but if your motive, if you're the reason, the root of your motivation at the beginning is still there, then it's pretty easy to pick it up again. You might just need to take a break, you know, and mm. or it might be, be that the, the thing you're using, like your this textbook is annoying you and you just need to switch it up a bit. So anyway, yeah, mix it up. I definitely yeah. found myself very demotivated. Obviously, for many people, these are very challenging times. Yeah. Um, but you know pandemics ignored life is like that right just on a more individual level you have these ebbs and flows and yeah i've moved countries a few times and every time that happened it took me a good i want to say if not a year then then definitely a few months hmm. to kind of get settled in a way that allowed me to suddenly you know okay now i can take some time to actually do some hmm. non-essential uh, hobbies and and studying because there's so much you need to get done in terms of admin yeah. and you know, you you're reinventing yourself in a way you're making new social connections you're you know finding apartments and yeah. all these things uh, signing up for taxes and healthcare and all these things so yeah. i guess my biggest takeaway from all that is if you find yourself in a situation where you're under a lot of pressure from everywhere basically then don't be too hard on yourself you know most so most of the time I find when I'm under pressure, it's it's self-inflicted. <laughs> um, do you know what I mean? It's because I it's literally self-inflicted. And and one of the conclusions I came to with my my destupidification project is I was just trying to do too much. I had yeah history and literature and math and blah, 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 and I had all of these things. I was going to do all of this plus I'm going to learn Korean and Mandarin and I'm going to do this and I've got this new job and I'm going to learn this and I'm going to learn this programming language and blah 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 and it's just too much so yeah it was all self-inflicted pressure and as soon as I went all right I can't do all of that and you know sort of got myself to a, a sort of normal level of just okay oh, i can do these two things and that's it hmm. so um i yeah. think that's essential and i think everybody does that everybody wants to do so much you yeah. know but there's only one of you and you know there's only 24 hours in a day yeah and this, it goes with the same as people who want to learn multiple languages at once and for me that's just never really worked that well um you know, ignoring the confusion between the languages, of course, but I just find that it's better to have a focus language at any mm. given time. And then if you want to dabble a bit or watch a movie in one of your other languages, there's nothing wrong with that. But in terms of like the actual study time and sitting down, you doing your flashcards or whatever mm. method you want to use, I only do one at a time. You know, yeah. I, I don't want to want to do more because then I know my brain's going to question what I should do at any given time. Yeah. And then I end up just doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we, there's a thing on the forum we've, and we've noticed the trend over the last 10 years, plus the how to learn any language that well, I don't think we've ever seen a monolingual learner succeed at learning more than one language. Mm. 
because people come in and they say, I'm going to learn Russian and Spanish and blah, 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 blah. blah. Well, how many languages do you know already? None. Well, I I know English. Yeah. Okay. You need to pick one because you, because the problem is you don't know how to learn a language yet. Esperanto. Well, any language, you, you know, because you don't know what works for you. You don't know if you're the guy who needs to watch loads of movies or the person who succeeds with flashcards or the person who succeeds at textbooks. Yeah. You don't know because you've never done it. Now you've done it. So you've got a good idea. If you tackle a new language, what works for you? If it's Luca, right? He's going to attack a new language. He's going to have his set of methods that he uses and he knows it works well for mm-hmm. him. And that's the way he's going to, he's not going to go off and do something new. He might dabble with, you know, you know, listening and reading or something, but he knows this is my way of learning and he's going to tackle it that way. But if you're just a monolingual learner and you've never done it before, you know, you don't know how to learn. So the first thing you need to do is learn how to learn a language. Yeah. And then the others will become easier. Yeah, but it's a classic thing, though. I mean, people always take on too much in yeah. the beginning, and then they lose interest and and tap out. But yeah, I would I would say stick to one. It's it's. I always remember back to um, uh, Anthony Lauder's presentation in in um, Budapest. I think it was. Hmm. Uh, he did this called Polynot. Yeah, and uh, I love ba- Anthony. Yeah. The basic conclusion is that you can't. You can you cannot learn to speak ten languages. Hmm. You you learn nine and then you add one. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're at zero, you learn one. You know? Yeah. And if you want to get to five, you have you learn four. Has, you start and then at you four. Add one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the point buried in all that meaning is just do one one at a time. Like you can only do one thing at a time. Yeah. Human beings cannot do more than one yeah. thing at a time. Like if Multitasking you have a, is a lie. <laughs> right. If you have a book open about Spanish, there is no physical way to learn Portuguese at the same time. It's just not yeah. possible. You yeah. Know. Try you and put a, listening, no, you can't exactly. be listening to Russian whilst yeah, try reading that. Panda. That would be I would be very impressed at how confused you people can get <laughs> listening to well, one most language. people can't most people can't even study in English whilst having English you know right. or, or their native language while their native language is on the radio like we're back we're back to it yeah yeah because it, it just distracts you so but that also again if you don't have good experience studying in school or in college then you will need to take it quite easy when you do any self-studying as well you know it's yeah. it's, it's similar you know well that's well you know when you when you when you start doing a sport right you don't just step out your house and do a 40 kilometer marathon. <laughs> no. it, it just doesn't work. You have to build yourself up like that. Yeah. So there's no point given I mean, the amount of times I've seen people go, I'm going to learn, I've got three months. I'll know Spanish. Yeah. yeah. No, you won't. I did it. I did it. My, you can go on, on actual fluency right now and read my Russian mission <laughs> blog post. Yeah. And it was like a three month, goal to conversational Russian mm. with no experience in Russian and very limited experience in learning languages for myself. Yeah. How'd that uh, work so, out? Uh, yeah. At three months, I think I could say yes. Hello. Good day. More or less. So yeah, that did not work out. But again, that was when I'm, I'm, I was moving countries as well. So it was mm. kind of a double whammy, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, the, the, it's also great to be a beginner in many ways because 
any work you put into it, you get so much back. Yeah, you know, see, that's that's the uh... improves so much. You know, it's it's like, oh, yesterday I knew no Russian, and today I could say like three or four sentences, and it's like <laughs> amazing, right? And then you get yeah. to the intermediate stage, and it takes you like a month to add a new word or something. Mm. <laughs> that you yeah, use. yeah, we we get a lot of people that that like to like butterfly around different languages. Um, and it's good. It gives you a bit of a taster. I mean, Dave, who we both know, our friend Dave Prime, he is the ultimate at that. He knows a little bit of every language, yeah. but he immediately forgets it and then has to relearn it <laughs> because it doesn't stick. You know, you yeah. have to you have to keep going if you want it to stick. And um, I think he's trying to change, but right. I, I don't know if he ever will. Well, you can't <laughs> teach an old dog uh, new tricks. New tricks heard, yeah. but, That's uh, what they say, yeah. I don't know if that's true, but anyway, we're looking <laughs> forward to uh, the new events to come um, mm. back in person, and we're obviously looking for the world situation to change. Um, but um, but yeah, I hope that people got a little bit of inspiration of how they can use maybe a forum in the language learning. That's not, I, I think, not everyone would think to do that. So that's a good. No, I mean, that's part of the, the things we get. So, I mean, forums are a bit old school now. People like to use Facebook, but we've mm. had people come to the forum from Facebook pages and they get and say how frustrated they are with Facebook because what will happen is you get the same question every week. On the forum, if somebody asks the same question, they just get a link to where that question was asked yeah. 200 times before. Nobody will respond to it. <laughs> you just get... Here's the answer to your question. Next time, please use the search function. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you, when you open a sub forum, you see all the topics there. So yeah. if, if it's something that you have a, a specific question about, then it's easier organized that way. And, and I think there are some people who would benefit greatly from keeping their own little uh, public diary in there, like a yeah. log of their... A lot of, a lot of people use the logging just to to force themselves because they've publicly committed to something, you know, yeah. and they said, I'm going to do this every week and da, da, da. And people go, how did I go last week? Oh crap. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. write it down. And so we I do also have study groups, you know, where people are learning like Czech or Russian or French or whatever. Uh, and so everybody else who's learning that they have a little study group. Uh, they share resources. Oh, I found this TV show or whatever. Um, so we get a lot of that. We have a whole subgroup just dedicated to groups. So if you're learning Hebrew or ancient Greek or uh, Egyptian, like we got all of that, as well as Russian, <laughs> and, you know, like things people speak nowadays. Um, Great. So it's like an all yeah. year round conference almost. <laughs> it pretty much is. Yeah, yeah. And you will meet people. And then you get to go to one of these polyglot gathering meetings and you actually meet this person in and there's face a to face, you know, three up at the Italian restaurant and Rick will pay for your pizza. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or we'll go to a, some pub and get really, really drunk. <laughs> yeah, that may or may not have happened. That but, may uh, or may not have happened, yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. But Allegedly. Uh, yeah, th thank you so much for sharing that, Rick. I appreciate that. And uh, thank no you for being a, a guinea pig here on the sort of new and improved actual Funzi podcast or improved maybe we'll have to see the, the verdict but uh yeah, new, i think new, i think it's new and improved it would be great new media i do look anyway. forward to watching videos uh frequently yeah weekly almost well hopefully <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah so use the forums 
and uh, come to the to the conferences. Uh, what's your next project, Rick, in terms of languages or any other creative oh, projects? You, my wife and I have booked uh, another another anniversary trip, and this time we're going to South Korea. So I mm -hmm. am trying to learn enough tourist Korean to to get myself a train to Pompeii. <laughs> and how, how how far away is that so people people can message you and right so that's that's basically in april next year so i've got about six months to try and right. but my i'm trying to be realistic with my goals you know hello thank you you're of welcome. course yeah, yeah there's the toilet and can i have a beer but outside of that that's pretty much it but you know <laughs> if you get like that you know 20 percent of the language it really works in 80 percent of the situations you're there true true yeah and and i think it shows you know willing for the cultural thing you know i am interested in korean culture i do really like it and 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 so going there and meeting people and being able to talk to them is really a uh, you know it really pumps me up and i really want to have a go at it so i'm sure we'll everyone see. will love you uh, for yeah. for trying they can definitely see you're not korean so they appreciate the effort really <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thank you so much rick and you want to just give people uh, a couple of places they can find out more and uh, learn about you contact you and yeah sure sure so i have a youtube channel that you can search for and it's just rick dearman uh, and i have autodidactic.info which is my podcast for for self-learners and always go to the forum if you want to do languages. And that's not just me, it's 7,000 other people who will help you. Um, so it's forum.language-learners.org. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Rick. And uh, no I hope to see you soon in, in person. Okay, I look forward to it. <laughs>